Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm now a third year journalism student who has teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and hello everyone. Now we are just brimming with ideas about what topics to bring you guys each week and we needed some help narrowing it down. Yeah, that's right. We put out a call out in our Facebook group and you guys wanted to hear about cover letters. So here you go. Your wish is our command. We are going to dive in to the scary world of cover letters. So starting off, I guess, what is a cover letter? Do people even read them? What's the whole gist? Give us some history. Yeah, so... People often um, go through a lot of time and effort to customize a cover letter for every single job that they apply for. And it's sometimes multiple hours of effort for each job application. So I can understand why people wonder, does anyone even read this on the other end? And you're not really going to like what I have to say. The answer is sometimes people read them. Um, It's not an always thing. Rude. (laughs) Well, the thing is, recruiters are really short of time. And if you've got tons of applications, the cover letter is just another thing that you're going to have to look at. Um, I would say recruiters always open a resume first. And your resume is definitely the area you should be investing the most time. That's the quick scan. And the cover letter yeah. they'll dive into if the resume looks good. But perhaps if your resume is crap, they're not going to bother looking at the cover letter. That is exactly right. That's exactly right. And also, sometimes if your resume is a bit odd for the job that they're looking at, they might look at the cover letter for clarification. So for example, if you haven't worked in a while and you've got a cover letter, you might be able to explain that. So occasionally I'll flick across to the cover letter to see, okay, this person's come from a really different industry or it looks like they've been living overseas or it looks like they've been studying. Um, Why is it that, that they've applied for this job? And I'll look for a bit of explanation to give some context to your resume. Um, And that's what a cover letter can be really good for. And um, would you say that it's a cover letter is always essential? I've had some friends before that have said they hadn't really been doing cover letters until recently and I've kind of been like, that sounds like a sin to me because without a cover letter, you're not addressing any of the criteria, you're not elaborating, like a resume is kind of the bare minimum. Like would you agree that if somebody had applied 
with just a resume, unless it was specified for just that, you would be like, oh, get in the bin. No, you don't have to have a cover letter. Um, And I know that's controversial to say, but you do not need one. I feel like that's bad advice. (laughs) No, it's not bad advice. Um, You don't need one. I've hired plenty of people who didn't write a cover letter. But I think if you're allowed to upload one, you're missing an opportunity to talk about yourself even more. You've got more real estate. You've got another format that you can use. It can be a real advantage. And I would say out of you know, if you get a hundred applications, I'd say probably 20 of them include a cover letter. Um, And most of those are probably super generic cover letters as well, where you can tell that they've just copied and pasted it from their last job application. So by doing a tailored one, you can actually stand out. Um, The vast majority of people aren't sending them in. Yeah. But then I guess that means I'm kind of right because like the vast people aren't doing it. So therefore you should. You know, I'm kind of right that. <laughs> just, I think I just don't like that you said that. That's so. I think you can make. I think you can make up your own mind. What I personally do um, is, we'll talk about this on another episode. But when I'm planning my job search, if there's a job that I really, really want to apply for, and it's like a nine or a ten out of ten, I'm excited about it. I'll write a tailored cover letter for it. Um, if it's like a seven or eight out of 10 that I want to apply for, I might include a bit more of a generic cover letter. So I might use most of the one that I've done before and change one or two things. If I only like five or six want to apply for it and it's like a maybe type thing, um, first of all, maybe you wouldn't even apply. But also maybe you just chuck in one with just your resume. Um, that's, that's a way to potentially go about it and you can put the most effort into the jobs that you want the most. Maybe because I'm just obsessed with talking in words. I To me, that just sounds like a crime to not spill out your whole life. Like I can't contain the vastness and greatness of who I am in a resume. Like, hello, I'm going to need an extra sheet to do that. So we can avoid it. If you're going for a... If you're going for a writing job, I think you'd be really silly to not include a cover letter yeah. and showcase more of your writing skills. Um, and also if they ask for it, like you have to include one. Um, yeah. But I think just because you see that box there, when people don't have one prepared and they're like, oh, do I just quickly type something in the text box? Like if you're tokenistically doing it, just don't worry about it. Um, it's yeah. not worth throwing something together or copy and paste something. You said this before, if they've asked one, you need one. Definitely. Yeah. You've got yeah. to follow the instructions on the application. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't see many jobs that actually require you to send one in um, anymore other than kind of maybe government or something with a bit more regulation to it. They might ask you to respond yeah. to selection criteria. Yeah. What I've ever applied for has been like send in cover letter and resume. This is a very controversial this, start to this episode, but this, there's always a box for it, but I'm telling you, I've seen the stats. I've yeah. opened the resumes. A lot of people don't have them. Okay. Well, anyway, we've covered some background on the cover letter, some debate, some lovely, healthy debate. Um, Yeah, so we know the purpose, we know the value in them, but talking about logistics, you know, the nitty-gritty of the cover letter, we're starting to write it. We've got, we only want three paragraphs max. Is that right? Yeah, I think realistically nobody's going to read a full page of text and it can look really intimidating to open something up and it's just a wall of text staring at you. So. It's, it's definitely a summary. So it's like the, you know, the um, back page of a book, the back cover. What do you call that? The blurb. The blurb. <laughs> it's the blurb. Didn't you pay attention in library in primary school? 
<laughs> Clearly not. Yeah. So your your cover letter should be a blurb. So it's it's nice and short. Um, you can showcase your personality, and um, it's an opportunity to tell your story, which is something we talked about in one of our previous episodes. Yeah. Right. Um, and another little tip we have is to like you know starting we're up the top starting the cover letter find out the first name of the person you're writing to and include that at the, at the top it's usually a recruiter not a hiring manager reading your resume and we have a little tip that if you can't figure out the name take it off because we so you've told me it's really frustrating when uh you're a person accepting resumes and cover letters and they've got your name wrong so if yeah. you're not 100% sure, if you heard them on the phone and they said their name, but you didn't quite catch it and you think you got it, don't write down the name and guess. And then it's addressed to someone and the person's reading it and they're like, hmm, who's that? Not me. <laughs> It'll get yeah. you off. To and, also, and also don't guess their gender. Like that's why I say use their first name. Um, yeah. If you happen to find out that it's, um, so I had a colleague, uh, shout out to Bex, um, and she would constantly get dear Mr. Bex. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's no need to put Mr. on there yeah. at all. In If you were working in a job, you wouldn't write to your boss, dear Mr. Smith. You would yeah. say dear John, dear, yeah. you know, Andrew, whatever it is. Um, you, so definitely use the first name. But if you don't know what it is, some some people to, um, to whom it may concern, no, to whom it I, may concern, yeah, to that. That. just take it off. Just don't, you don't need it. Well, if you don't know who you if we don't know. Just start writing. Right. Okay, sure. So we've got three paragraphs max. We know how to address it either with their name or if we don't know the name, nothing, just start writing. And next, it's it's a conversational tone, right? It's not an academic essay. It's it's meant to be conversational, like you would speak out loud describing yourself. Yeah. So I think, particularly in the first paragraph, this is your opportunity. And I, I like to break down the structure of a cover letter into three different sections. And the first paragraph is your story. So if you haven't listened to the episode of storytelling, you should go back and listen to that first, um, and then come back here so that you know how to tackle this. It should be the way that you talk to a friend. Um, give context for the those things that might come up when they open your resume. Um, have you moved? Are you a girl from the country, you know, looking who's moved to the big oh, city? Um, yeah. What is it about you in terms of what where you're at in your career? So, you know, I've um, worked for X amount of years. I'm looking to take my next step. I'm looking to switch industries. Looking What's your story? Employment, um, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Recently graduated, um, you know, whatever it might be, I'm coming back into the workforce. Um, and that first paragraph is a really quick summary of, of why you're applying and show some personality. Um, yeah, tell your story in that first yeah. paragraph. So in our first paragraph there, we're telling our story, we're giving context, we're introducing ourselves. It's a little nice introduction. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. 
Moving on to the second paragraph, we want to talk about why this role in particular you're interested in. For example, did you get a referral? Did you hear something good? Are you a customer? Do you think they have great culture? Did you see an ad that you really liked? The industry? Is it in a location? You really want to get specific about what appeals to you about this. Tell us about that. This is a great opportunity to highlight any connections that you already have to the company. So, um, you know, a friend of mine works there. Um, you know, I've seen an ad from you guys. I'm a customer. A custom being a customer is a really yeah, good one. Yeah. If you if you actually have heard of the brand before, um, but also if you even if you haven't heard of the the brand, why did you apply for that ad? You could have applied for every single ad. And again, this is why I think if you didn't really like the ad that much at all maybe don't bother with a cover letter because it's, it's going to be really, really hard for you to say, why did you apply for this ad in particular if there's not really any reasons? Um, so it's much easier to go through this cover letter process if you're starting out writing it for one that you're really, really excited about. What was it that caught your eye? Um, was it something about the culture that they mentioned or something about the opportunities that they mentioned for training or something like that um, or, you know, the, the company name itself? Definitely. And then we want to go into highlighting one or two main skills. And so for this, you would refer to the requirements section of the ad, what they're looking for to help. So you want to take the specific criteria they've given you, talk about that with specific examples and your experience. I guess you can use a bit of our guess what, prove it, so what method in here as well, a little bit. Absolutely. You know? You're bringing that back from the resume. Yeah. Um, and I would... I would suggest that if they say something in the ad is highly desirable or highly regarded or something yeah. like that, where it's not a requirement, but something they're going to be really excited about. And if you tick that box, make sure that that's the thing that you're talking about here in the cover letter, um, because they've said that that's something they're going to be looking for. Um, but other than that, I would highlight only one or two key skills or experience and draw that back to what they're looking for. If they're looking for someone with, you know, one year of reception experience, I have one year working here and here. If they're looking for someone who's, um, you know, dealt with customers before, I've dealt with customers, um, you know, in these roles. And again, use the guess what, prove it, so what to not just say that thing, give some evidence and what was the impact of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And some other little tips, we don't want to pretend to be something you're not. Don't do that. Plenty of jobs are looking for someone keen and junior. Don't try and fake it. Yeah, I've seen I've seen this in a few different resumes and applications that I've seen before. It's kind of like um, I can almost see the person's insecurity um, when I'm reading their cover letter and their resume. And I can tell if someone's insecure about um, their lack of experience because they're really talking it up. They're pretending like um, a project that they did at uni is the same as, um, you know, two years of work experience or whatever. You don't have to fake it. You can say, you know, I'm um, looking for a, a role where I can grow and learn and train, you know, and I've got the actual skills that you do have. Does that make sense? So yeah. don't try and pretend that, you know, my university project group project means that I have excellent project management skills and something yeah. like that. Um, just you know, people are looking for, I hear this all the time from hiring managers, they're happy to hire someone who they can train and develop as long as they've got the right attitude. So maybe talk about some of those things that you do have going for you rather than trying to force some skills into somewhere that it doesn't fit. So the other thing is you don't actually need to completely rewrite your cover letter when you're applying for another job. 
So what I like to do is go through this process once. Um, again, pick a job that you're really, really excited about because it's going to be a lot easier for you to go through that process. Um, and shout out to our um, website here because we actually have a free cover letter template that you can go and download. It gives you somewhere to start. It'll go through these prompts with you as well so that you're not looking at a blank page. Um, so once you've actually written one version of it, you can actually just change that second paragraph that talks about why is it this job that you're applying for. And you can leave the other two mostly the same. You can have a couple of versions of the key skills that you want to pull out if you like. Um, but a lot of the content you're going to be able to reuse. Again, make sure you don't leave someone else's name yeah. on the application. I, I have seen a hundreds, not, not the name thing, as in reused cover letters. Like whenever I'm applying for a job, I just go into my cover letter folder on my laptop and just copy and paste the generic ones about custom service or this or attention to detail yeah. and just tweak it with adding in skills. You don't have to rewrite the wheel. Yeah, you might you might do a couple of versions depending on what areas you're applying for. If you're applying for jobs all in the same field, you probably only need one version and you can just tweak it a tiny little bit every time. But if you're applying sometimes in sales, sometimes in, you know, management, those sorts of things. You might need a few different versions of um, key skills. Um, but, yeah, you definitely don't need to rewrite. But what I would say is proofread before you upload it. Make sure you name them something. Make, maybe name it um, your name and then the job that you're applying for every time you're uploading it because I've definitely seen um, cover letters let people down where I think, you know, I'm not going to reject them because of it, but I'm a bit disappointed to see somebody else's name on there yeah. that a company that isn't the one that they're applying for. I'm really excited to work for, you know, McDonald's or whatever. And it's like, well, this isn't McDonald's. So <laughs> yeah. what have you done? Yeah. Proofread it. Come on. Easy to do. And yeah, then absolutely. you can add in a little bit of fun here too in the cover letter, if applicable. Yeah, so you've got to assess this a little bit um, depending on the job ad, what kind of job you're going for. Exactly. Read the room is a perfect way to say it. Um, you could completely go off script and not use this structure that we've suggested. There are no rules with cover letters. I've seen some people um, do things a little bit more creatively and tell a story about themselves or something like that. Um, you could even tell a story about how much you love the business because of whatever. Um you could be a little bit fun with how you approach it, um, whatever that looks like. If you feel like it's time to write a creative writing story or write a poem or something like that, if you think the job is going to be open to that, um, go for it. I think use the way that the job ad is written to give you a guide on whether they're going to be open to it. If they've been a little bit fun and included yeah, a video. Yeah, job ads before that are like in the description, it'll be all these serious things and then it'll be like great company banter or like something like that. In that case, I feel like you can put in a little knock-knock joke at the end. Yeah, or like if if specifically one of the things says you must have a good sense of humour in the description or in talking about their team, well, maybe you can demonstrate that in some way. Um, I've sometimes been a little bit creative with a cover letter and talked about my philosophies about how I approach my work. And again, it wasn't something that they asked for, um, but it's something that's really important to me and I felt like um, in this particular job I was applying for, um, the philosophies and the way that I approach work, I thought they might find really interesting. Um, and yeah, so you can you can um, tackle it in a creative way um, if you think that's something they'll like. Incredible. So that kind of wraps up most of the tips there, but we've really covered, you know, the whole cover letter process. It, I think the take-home message is 
it's a little blurb. It's just a little get to know you better. It's not scary and it's not academic. It's just, you know, you're ticking in some of the elements they want to hear, but you're giving it your own flair as well. That's important. Yeah. And I would say, um, I know we had a, a lovely debate on this earlier on, but um, I would definitely say don't spend hours and hours and hours agonizing over every word of your cover letter. Um, the chances are that it may not be seen um, and you don't want to be absolutely heartbroken thinking about the four hours that you spent poring over it. Once you've got one cover letter done, um, you should spend you know, less time tweaking that than you do your resume. The resume is definitely the most important part. Awesome. Hope you enjoyed that app and we'll be back in your ears next week. Yep. See you, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>